Yeah. So I, my personal belief is uh, that the lifestyle images will, <clears throat> because it's a user generated image, will probably have a lot more weight than a stock image with a product image on the bottom right. Yeah. Or an AI generated image. Hey everyone, it's Norm Ferrar, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing Amazon seller, what Amazon sellers need to know in 2024, and some cool stuff about newsletters. So welcome to the Lunch with Norm e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Like I said before, today we're going to be talking about Amazon's, what Amazon sellers need to know in 2024 and some really cool stuff about newsletters. Okay, our guest. Our guest has been involved with internet marketing and e-commerce since 1995. He sells millions of dollars of products on Amazon. He's also mentors sellers collectively doing over, nice little number here, half a billion dollars, US dollars per year on Amazon in the Freedom Ticket and Helium 10 Elite Masterminds. He organized the Billion Dollar Sellers Summit along with his successful newsletter, The Billion Dollar Seller. Now, I don't think he needs any introduction. He's, I think, our most frequent guest, I have to, you know, pay him a couple of bucks to get on here, Kevin King. So before we get to Kevin, let's have a word from our sponsor. Facing cash flow challenges with your e-commerce business? Discover Viably, your ultimate financial ally. From real-time sales data integrations to immediate funding access, Viably is here to support you. Plan your growth with their free tool for online sellers and engage with specialists whenever you need. Extend your cash flow with Viably. Welcome, Mr. King. Look at those new digs. Look at that. I got my uh, Coke Zero here. I did it in a can in honor of you. I didn't want to have a bottle because I didn't want to make you jealous. So I thought I, in I, Texas I everything was bigger. What, what is that, like a two-ounce can? Yeah, it's like a sip. We call we call we call this a sip. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you doing, man? Good, good. Just catching up from the friggin' snowstorms and stuff. No, you've been uh, you've been playing uh, all kinds of travel uh, games lately. Man, it, yeah, it's it's been crazy. And luckily, um, on this cruise, I hear well, you sent me that information last night about the Buffalo uh, snowstorm that's going to be happening. Don't want to be caught in that. I guess they canceled the the NFL <clears throat> game there, but that sucks. But they we're here. Did they cancel it or they move it? They they moved it. They moved it. Yeah, that was last weekend. They moved the one uh, the, the Kansas City game too. I I believe so. Oh, okay. I thought it was not one hundred percent sure. Oh, it's still Sunday night. Okay, they're just paying people to shovel snow in the stadium. They they actually are paying twenty dollars an hour. Yeah, to go snow. down and help shovel snow. Yeah, I yep. saw that. That's crazy. Why so Norm, you're, you're, you're the you get to you get to uh, bust my cherry because you, you're breaking me in in this uh, new little podcast studio here. So you're the first one. I just set up a whole new podcast studio, as you know, when you were you were out here in uh, in December. You're, you're in room. my office, by the way. 
I am. I mean, you don't have an office here anymore. So the next Damn. time you come, but you have a podcast studio. So lunch with Norm can continue on. Very good. <laughs> but where are you going to, when I have you on and I'm there, where are you going to go? Um, um, or where I'll am go, I going to go? I, we got to know. One, one of us, out. I'll go to the bathroom or something. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you have to build a second podcast studio. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, All they right, just actually finished this today. Uh, and wow. as as we were logging in, um, you we were doing a little technical issue there. Uh, just yep. uh, appreciate appreciate your patience on all that. But yeah, hopefully, got to up my game. Make it. Uh, I got to look a little bit better. You know, I got to catch up to you. You you've always had this glisten and this shine. That's just my bald head. I've always uh well see I even have they even gave me this is how professional it is some uh zero saboom. Uh, or something you're supposed to like pop you know if you get a little shine you put this on and it's supposed to take it away very good very good well i'm professional now i even have a teleprompter and i'm oh. reading right now what i'm supposed to say to you because you sent me a script of like I'm all eating it up right now so <laughs> <laughs> okay so today i have no no no, no. before we start before we start i have to tell a story this story oh. i have to tell a story all right so in December, Norm comes to uh, Austin. I live in Austin. Norm lives in North Toronto. He comes to Austin, and he's going last minute kind of thing. Goes to a digital marketer conference. Um, he's like coming in. I say, hey, why don't you just crash with me? Uh, I, I got I got space. He's like, uh, you sure? I said, yeah, sure. Come on, come on, and crash with me. So I got an extra bedroom and everything, extra office uh, where he can uh, do some work. So he comes. And then we were doing a big Christmas party on December 13th. And there's a couple of days in between. So he was going to go back up to Toronto. He's like, well, why am I just going back up to Toronto just to come back? He's like, oh, you're welcome to stay here. So he stays. We have cigars every night till like four in the morning. Uh, <laughs> you know, smoking like some of the best. Like you're the some dragon. Some of the best. Davidoff's. I mean, we're going. These are like $150 each. Uh, and Retail. Like, and that's yeah. not at a sh No, that's not. Sorry, that's, whole, that's direct instead of yes. uh, you know, if you're at a cigar lounge, these would be double or triple that, or if you're in Canada, they'd be like ten thousand dollars each, probably. Um, because Canadians, uh, those cigar, I don't know what taxes are ridiculous <laughs> up there, but hey, we're so we're smoking cigars and stuff, and then you know, Norm is uh, he, he, my place is uh, it, it's set up well, you know, I got the Coke Zeros everywhere. I got the coffee. I got his gummies. I got uh, little snacks all over the place. I find them Norm, under my pillow. Norm likes. Yeah. yeah. And so um, I got these little ice creams, little tiny, oh, like okay. single serve ice creams, like <laughs> bluebell ice cream. It's a very famous ice cream here. And they're, they're in the freezer. They're these little single serve, like, you know, it's like, it's like four spoonfuls and you're done, you know, it's to, for calorie maintenance or, or whatever. And uh, <clears throat> Norm goes in there one night and uh, grabs an ice cream, uh, you know, had, had a little bit of munchies, grabs an ice cream. I don't know if you've heard this, Kelsey. And uh, and he's eating it. And I didn't know this when it happened. Uh, but he's eating it, and he gets about halfway through it or so. This this ice cream is kind of weird tasting. It's what, what what flavor did I pick? He looks at the looks at the the uh, little container. I thought it was birthday cake. And the container has all dog dog prints all over it, like little dog paws. He's like, oh shoot! He looks at the top, and it's dog ice cream. For the dogs. <laughs> so he's like, he's embarrassed. So he's like, what do I do? I don't want nobody to know. So he does what I used to do when I was a teenager and trying to sneak stuff. He goes to the trash can, buries it under some stuff in the trash can. So no one will never know. It's buried down in there. And then and then doesn't say a word. 
until a couple days later we're at dinner and he tells the story to everybody um uh, that's why i feel free to tell it right now but he tells the story to everybody i could not stop laughing for <laughs> 10 minutes because i knew it. I, so i came back and i took a picture of the refrigerator so it's an honest mistake i could see how if you're not paying attention you just grab the wrong thing but it was hilarious oh. <laughs> and my little dog zoe was not not too happy no, I'm sorry, Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I took one for the team, man. So, if you ever, if you ever want to get Norm, uh, just uh, give him some dog ice cream. Yeah, biscuits, whatever, <laughs> gummies, they all work. It's called Frosty Paw, actually. If someone, if you're like Kevin, you're oh. joking, right? There's no such thing as dog. No, look it up online. It's called Frosty Paw. It's actually it's in the, the dog... exact container. Yeah. It is. <laughs> The exact size, different colors. Like I said, I thought it was birthday cake or confetti flavored or whatever it's called. <laughs> but uh, thanks for that. <laughs> so next time Norm's here, he'll be wearing his glasses when he looks into the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that at night. Oh, man. So what's happening? What's happening in 2024? What do you see happening in Amazon, Kev? Oh, man, I think this is going to be a year of major changes uh, yep. on, on the search side. I, I don't know when. It it could go into next year. I think it's going to be in steps. I don't think it's going to be like an overnight, uh, uh, huge change overnight. Uh, but yeah. I, 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 you never know with Amazon, so I wouldn't put it past them. But I think you're going to start seeing stages. And the first, I've been saying this for a while, ever since AI came out, the search from the consumer side is going to radically change. And I, I, I think uh, everybody here. This will. This is in my newsletter on Monday. Uh, on the uh, 22nd of January, January 22nd newsletter, there's a story uh, or link to a video that Vanessa Hong and uh, Amy Weiss did about a week ago where a, uh, Vanessa has actually, you know, she's a, a flat file geek. And she took a look at the flat files uh, that are out now. There's new beta ones. So it's not rolled out to all accounts, but these new beta flat files are radically changed. And she went through in this video showing some of the changes, like they took away a lot of fields, they added some fields, and she made some uh, some hypothesis that, in her opinion, and I agree with her, uh, that you're going to have to start um, optimizing for AI, not optimizing for customers. Oh, and so I, yeah. <clears throat> uh, based on sh you're, she's seeing some of the crumbs of the way they've ch they're changing things in the flat files, and like this is the writing's on the wall that they're they're going to be making moves and. Uh, and I've, I've been, this, she says it's basically the same thing as me, is that all these tools like Data Dive and Helium 10 and Jungle Scout, they're going to have to adapt radically uh, because the, and, and these guys at the tools, I've said this to them, they all disagree with me, by the way. They all think, no, they're fine. Um, that it's not going to, that finding outliers, you know, using Data Dive uh, to actually find the keywords your, your competition's not ranking on and putting those in your listing to actually rank on those. Uh, I think that's going to disappear completely. Uh, I think that that edge, because Amazon doesn't look at the way we as marketers and as guerrilla marketers and trying to get an edge, we approach the way we do listings totally different than the way Amazon and corporate and Amazon's teams think of a listing. Uh, we, we do it. They don't think of it as gaming it and trying to get keywords in there. Uh, even the data scientists don't think of it in that way like we do. Uh, we're looking for loopholes and for advantages. They're they're looking for what what does the customer want to buy and what will they buy? And, and AI is going to start using your image, your your listings, and it's going to be comparing it to other similar things. So you don't have to have every keyword in there. It's going to have to be sentient sentience rel relevance. 
And so you're going to have to make sure that you write it to actually convey properly what it is. And they're going to start taking a look at imagery uh, quite a bit more. Vesanessa said this too. And I, I've been saying this, they're going to start taking and analyzing images and actually determining what is this image. So your lifestyle pictures, for example, are going to make a huge, huge difference in how you rank. Uh, so I think, for example, the example she gave is, let's say you have a, a water bottle and you're trying to rank for water bottle for the beach or a keyword of, of some sort like that, where you just take a water bottle for the beach. You put a lifestyle picture of water ball for running. You know, you have a, a runner. Uh, in your lifestyle pictures um, that's that's running with the the water bottle, you're not going to rank for water bottle for beach mm. at all. Even if it's in your, even if it's in your, in your, or you might, but it's going to, you're going to be way down the list. You're not going to rank high most likely, unless you've got tons of sales on that already. But if you're trying to like a, launch a brand new product, um, she, she thinks that the imagery, and I agree, I've been saying this too, and I, I put this in the billion dollar sellers newsletter a couple months ago. There's a tool that you can test this, right? It's not an Amazon tool. So the way Amazon analyzes it may be different, but it will show you that Amazon can uh, AI right now is, is not perfect on analyzing images. I, I did a test where I took my phone uh, and I have a, on the back of the phone, there's a, I don't have it on this particular phone, but on some of my phones on the back side, there's a, like a little glasses. I'm old guy. So I need little reading glasses. I can't read the menu or the fine print. Um, and I, just haven't put it on this phone yet, but there's a little case that goes on the back. It like sticks on like a, it just sticks and you pull out these little glasses, stick them on your nose. And so you can read and they're pretty cool. So I took a picture of those and then put it and put it into this AI tool and said, told the AI tool, you know, through prompting said, tell me what this picture is about. And it came back and said, this looks like a mobile phone sitting on a desk uh, with a pair of uh, keys, car keys. It didn't say car keys. It said a pair of keys uh, attached to the back. And these weren't keys. This was uh, these these were uh, eyeglasses. And so it rep the way I shot the photo and the angle of it made it look questionable as what mm. it is. It wasn't totally clear. So that's going to be positioning and where you have something in your photos and all this. I think is going to play a role. To, you got to make things crystal clear what they are. And so I think a lot of people are going to have to redo their their entire listing and all their photos. Uh, and Maybe some of those photos are going to be AI generated. Uh, maybe some of those are going to be lifestyle. But I, I think there's major changes coming. And it, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Now, I don't think Amazon will do anything uh, until they make damn sure that this doesn't right. affect their, their ad revenue. Um, they don't that their ad revenue is their is their cash cow, not selling products. They don't really make much money selling products. They make money selling you ads to sell your products. So that's they got to make sure that it doesn't affect that. Those are some of the things that I'm seeing that are coming and sellers need to start preparing and thinking about this now and maybe even start, uh, you know, if you've got a big catalog, start thinking about how you're going to redo your images or even start the process. Of yeah, exactly. <clears throat> now, uh, two things. One, I, I read that newsletter that um, you uh, sent out with, uh, with that URL. It was very helpful. And since that time, I've noticed that there was two or three others. You just have to... Uh, search it on Google and, and there's a couple of other apps out there that are free that does exactly that. Uh, yeah. So it's so important. And the other thing um, that I've heard is the use of stock images compared to user generated images. So it, it knows that it's a stock bloody image. So I heard yeah, that. If, uh, if, Max if, they've, if they've trained on, I mean, I, 
uh, iStock, I think iStock and uh, Getty Images just licensed their library to, was it D Adobe or somebody? I can't remember exactly who they licensed their library for training and learning. So anything that's in those stock image libraries yeah. that's been used for training and learning, they know exactly it's a stock image. Yeah. So I, my personal belief is uh, that the lifestyle images will, <clears throat> because it's a user generated image will probably have a lot more weight than a stock image with a product image on the bottom right. Yeah. Or an AI generated image. Yeah. Yeah. Which they'll be able to, I would think they would be able to tell. Okay. Other than that, which is a biggie, uh, anything else that uh, you're looking at or what you're seeing in the horizon? Well, the other one that a lot of people are talking about are the fees, you know, yes, all these yes, big, yes. these big fee changes. I haven't dove deep into it and there's a lot of discussion on those. I know like carbon six just put out like a, P, a, a downloadable PDF that kind of explains it all. Some other people have done that. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, yeah, there's pros and cons on those fees. Some of it in some cases actually might be a little bit cheaper for you, but the fees um, are going to be a big, a big one as well. Oh, one sec, Kev. I got to open my little. Let's see yours. <laughs> Let's compare. Uh, yeah, mine's mine's a. Uh, how many ounces is this? This is like. Do you have a. This is European size. It's uh, uh yeah, yeah. It's uh seven point five ounces, two hundred twenty-two milliliters. So this is this. You know, if you go to to uh, Hong Kong, uh, this would be considered extra large. You know, you go in the McDonald's. I remember going to McDonald's in Hong Kong like 10 years ago and ordering a Big Mac. And I was with a couple other people in a, in a, in a, maybe it's more, it's like 15 years ago, Big Mac and uh, some nuggets or whatever. And I said, give me a, give me a soda. Um, and I said, what size? I said, extra large. And it's about this big. I said, well, give me five. Yeah. <laughs> this is not going to cut it. This is uh, 710. So they had to give Seven... me a special tray to carry them with. 710 milliliters. All now right. That's so more like it. All right. You're, you're, you're playing with the big boys. Mm-hmm. So but nothing beats nothing beats it in glass. So when you're at my you're house, right. you got to have Coke Zero in glass with little chopped ices. Oh, that's so good! You you've converted me. <laughs> <laughs> and even you oh. had Mexican Coke, and you're like, you never in you the green never bottle. Even heard of it? You're like, what's this Mexican Coke? Yeah, sugar cane, <laughs> like real it's, sugar it's, in it, real sugar. And you're like, oh, this is actually pretty good. <laughs> Tastes different. It does. It does. All right. Now these fees, uh, they, I had a Chelsea Cohen on the podcast the other day and she was going through these uh, fees. And at first glance, especially these, um, uh, if you don't have enough uh, inventory to cover those first two months and they're going to be hitting you with a fee at first glance, you're sitting, Oh, say, saying, Oh man, this is, this is just, this is a killer. But if you look into it, it could be, it could be a savings. Yeah, you know, if, if you manage it properly, it yes. actually could be a, that, and that's kind of what they're trying to get you to do. Uh, the, like if you dig into it, they they want you to be a better partner, and that so they'll pay you for being it. Because when you're not a good partner, it costs them more money. It's inefficient for them to move that, do all the transfers and all the stuff around, right? And then have to fill. You know, when when you run out of stock and they got to fill some guy in uh, Arizona from a warehouse in New York. They, they rather not get into that situation. It costs them more money, and they haven't been passing that along. So they're basically saying, get our act together, uh, and and they'll they'll share sharing that with us. Yeah, so uh, it's not all bad news. No, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Okay, uh, something I'm excited about 
uh, and I have to thank you about to uh, about this as well. Um, first of all, because you didn't say we were horrible or you didn't put us up on the big screen in uh, BDSS in Puerto Rico and tell us that we sucked. But uh, you've really helped us with this newsletter and what we thought a newsletter was. And we thought it was doing pretty good just by itself. And then, uh, you know, we we heard you rip it apart. Personally, though, one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> but you've completely changed what we do. And this is newsletters. And you've, you've gone in two feet with newsletters. You've got a fantastic, a great uh, newsletter that comes out twice a week. I don't know how you do it. And um, you've passed on your knowledge uh, to uh, Kelsey. Kelsey and you have been working together on it for, uh, I don't know, it's probably been two months that you kind of go, guys have been going back and forth. But, I think um, I talked to Kelsey once, but Kelsey once? is a good, yeah, I think it's like more than that, but he's just, he's a good listener. And he's been on some of the, uh, the training stuff, I think, as well. Oh, I um, thought he's talked to you a few times. No, I think, it, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Kelsey, but I think we talked one time, right? Yeah, we had one kind of initial audit that you kind of went through everything mm. and then from there i've been watching your uh your webinars every week I, so I, I can't have the credit norm it's your son oh there we go there yeah, we go he, he, he's 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 learning he's he's paying attention and and yeah so uh, but i yeah he's he's doing a good job i mean yeah your newsletter i remember you, you had it for a while or, or and then when i started one you're like oh yeah i've got a newsletter yeah chelsea so stocked and Brandon. So other people said, you know, Oh yeah, I got a newsletter. Congratulations, Kevin. That's like, no, you guys know you have newsletters. You have a little email you send out. Uh, and, and I remember you, you're pretty proud of yours. You're like, this is yeah. pretty good. You know, and we're sending this out to some people and getting a decent open rate and whatever. And I took a look. I was like, Norm, uh, I, I just, I can be honest with you. We're friends. So I was like, you know, this is, this is a piece of crap. Um, you gotta, you gotta up, up this. So you, you took it to heart and, and you, you and Kelsey started working on it and it got a little bit better. Yep. Uh, and then you started, I said, you need a personal touch. And so you started putting some stories in there and I was like, all right, that's a step, but these stories aren't very good. Who, who how are these stories been done? And you, you explained it to me. I said, no, no, you, you need to, uh, here's my suggestions on how you can do it. And now your stories that, that are in there are really well done um they're they're not rambling like they were in the beginning they're straight to the point and they're they're interesting and they're and then you got the interactivity with the word in the world is norm yeah and that that, that image uh and you got the the stories and and just the you know you were in the past you're telling people ever like here's here's what's coming this week on the podcast uh here's who's and that was all it wasn't really about what they were speaking about is there's no value and then you didn't have anything what if i missed last week's and you added like here's what you missed last week and here's mm -hmm three bullet points or, or whatever it is from those. And you added some news and no, it, it's light years ahead of where, uh, of anybody else's. I would, I would say it's probably, I mean, I agree. I think mine is probably the, is the best in the industry. Uh, you know, someone else out there's I, I would agree that, too. that have newsletters out there that would disagree with me. Um, uh, that think theirs is the shit, but it ain't, um, it's garbage, pure garbage. Um, including the guy who, says he has the most people on his list. It's pure garbage. Um, but yours has come a long ways, and I think it's probably number two right now uh, oh, in, wow. in, in, in this in this space as far as a, 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 news, a true newsletter. You know, a lot of people, you get newsletters. You know, I get, get some from a service provider, and it says newsletter at the top, or here's our monthly newsletter explanation point. Um, and they're all proud. It's like, it's like someone just finished writing, and they're like, huh, that's done. Thank God. Here you go, everybody. Enjoy. And it's junk. 
that's what most most of us are, are getting, uh, just promotional emails. But yours has turned into uh, it has a promotional uh, track to it because you're promoting the the podcast, which is yep. totally fine. But you get a lot of other you're mixing value in there. So even if I don't listen to the podcast because I'm busy. And oh, Brian says uh, hello. By the way, um, I saw him at uh, Camp Ecom. He says he never, hardly ever misses an issue. Uh, misses it's part of his routine. It's become part of his habit to actually listen to lunch with Norm three times a week. So he oh, wanted wow. me to make sure I said hello. And hello, Brian, if you're watching this. Uh, um, so he wanted to make sure. But anyway, yours has turned into. So even if I miss it, if I'm not Brian and I, I don't catch him. Uh, I can still get some value from it. And I'm like, okay, that was cool. And it, it, what it does is it starts creating like, maybe I should be listening to this more. Maybe I should be going back and listening to Chelsea's episode, or maybe uh, it's branding, you know. And then you started this WhatsApp group, yeah, uh, just recently, and that thing is on fire. It's pissing on me fire. off. <laughs> the thing is pissing me off because <laughs> I, I, I'm on my phone, you know, I, I joined it, and I have we have a, I have a BDSS what. For anybody that's been to a billion dollar seller summit, a virtual or in person, there's a special WhatsApp group. Some days that thing has a hundred freaking it's, posts yeah. in it. And then I have one for the newsletter. You have to refer five people or more to get into it. So it's not just open to anybody. You have to first refer five people to get into the to the group. And so that one's got several hundred people in it now. And it's starting to pick up a little bit. It was crickets for a while, but it's starting to pick up some steam. But then I joined yours, and you know, I'm one of these these ADD guys that I get the little, the, I look on my, my WhatsApp and it's got the little red dot on the phone yep. and that bugs the bejesus out of me. So I have to go and like get rid of that. It just bugs me when those little red dots are there and you know, you got messages. And so I, I will go and I will hit it and, and I go in there and it's like six from the billion dollar sellers newsletter group, 22 from the BDSF group and 119 from the lunch with norm group. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then I'm like, okay, so I just hit the thing and open it and then close it. I don't even read them just to get the damn dot to go away. And an hour later, the dot's back and there's like 26 more in there. I'm like, man. So that's a good thing, though. I mean, that's that's that means that your audience is engaged and and you know the newsletter helps add to that. Uh, it's the the what you and Kelsey are doing with the, the podcast and the newsletter plays a role in that and and getting staying top of mind in different channels. Yeah, it, it's more content. And yeah. what what I like about it uh, is that, all right, if you were building a community, you have a choice. We have our Facebook, we have WhatsApp, we have the newsletter, and we have the podcast. Check, you know, use, uh, listen to one, listen to them all, but it's your choice. And that's what I like. And one thing I've noticed, uh, the impact that a newsletter has. So if you're a brand, think about this. So a podcast, we're on the air three times a week. We do a lot of social posts. We have more engagement through our newsletter than, for, for me anyways, people reaching out to me personally, than the podcast. Now figure that one out. No, it, it, I, I, I think I've told you this, but you know I've, I've done the Freedom Ticket for Helium 10. There's been over 160,000 people go through that. This was as of like a year ago. I don't know what the number is right now. 160,000 people have at least started that. Not everybody finishes, but at least have started through it. So they, they know me. Uh, and then there's, I have the AM PM podcast, which is one of the top podcasts in the space and getting thousands of downloads every, uh, on every episode, many thousands of downloads. Uh, I've spoken at stages everywhere. I've done a lot of, do a lot of like, you know, appear on other people's podcasts and, and, uh, training sessions and whatever. But there, there's nothing that's given that's been better than the newsletter for me. I, I didn't expect that. 
yeah. uh, as, as much as it has. And it, the authority and the way to move the needle, people get upset if they don't get it. And when I was, I mean, I was just uh, last week, I was at uh, Brandon Young's uh, e-com uh, event. And before that, I was at ASDGG in New York. And the number of people that come up to me, it's, it, they're commenting on the newsletter, not saying, Kevin, uh, thanks for the freedom ticket or thanks for uh, it was a great podcast last week. It's 90 percent. Love your newsletter. Love your newsletter. Keep it up. And in fact, in New York, you know, my, with my newsletter, I deliberately uh, am edgy. You know, one of my subject lines about three months ago was naked girl <laughs> on the balcony. And so th this is a true story. I, and my, I live in a high rise on the top floor in Austin. And the, a couple floors down one morning, I, I, about 10 o'clock in the morning, I go out to uh, my dog has a little grass pad to, to pee on on the balcony. I go out there just to do uh, some cleanup. And and I look down and two floors down, there's a girl just butt naked on the balcony. And I'm like, what the heck? In the middle of the day. And there's a dude fully dressed next, you know, standing there. They're just having a chat. I couldn't believe it. Uh, and so I, I, I put that into my newsletter and then tied that into business, you know, about unexpected yep. and how about selling on Amazon. Sometimes it feels like we're naked and they're the clothed one and all this kind of stuff. And and then I, I, I put a I took a picture. You know, I'm not some pervert, but I was like, nobody's going to believe me. They're going to think, oh, you just made up some story. So I took a picture it's and I blurred, out their, I blurred out their name uh, and uh, not their name, their eyes and, the, you know, the, the the naughty parts and the naughty bits. And then I put that in the newsletter, said scroll down to the bottom of the newsletter. Everybody's scrolling down straight away to the bottom of the yep. newsletter. And I got tons of comments of people saying, I love this. This is awesome, man. This is not PC. It's not, just keep this up. But I got a few people that complained. And, and did not appreciate it at all. And it's been a couple other newsletters where the same thing happened. One woman demanded a public apology uh, on, on Facebook and some other places on another newsletter <laughs> a couple months later. Uh, but And for a picture, not me talking about her or her business. It's just for an example picture that I put in there. And uh, but but what, and what was interesting is in, in New York, people were coming up to me and they were saying, hey, uh, great newsletter, love it, keep it up, blah, blah, blah. And this one guy comes up and, and well, actually, let me back up. I, I put out a newsletter every Monday and Thursday. That's one of the keys is you have to be consistent. No matter rain, shine, snow, delayed planes, you cannot, you have to be consistent if you're going to do a newsletter. So if you're like going to do it when you get around to it or do it whenever you can, you don't do it. It needs to come out. You can test times. You know, maybe you're going to test if it's 6 a.m. or 10 a.m. or 5 p.m. or whatever do some testing in the beginning, but once you nail down when your best time is for opens, you need to be consistent like a, like, like clockwork uh, on, on that. You, and it needs to be every time. So people expect it that, you know, that's what they drink their coffee to. They take their break to, you know, I just had that happen. Uh, I sent one at five in the morning uh, this last, or a week ago, Monday, I was doing testing because someone said that early morning, you get about 3% higher open rate. So I'm like, let me test it. Uh, actually, Beehive said that across the board. And so I tested it and Isabella Ritz was told me she, she's like, it kind of freaked her out because she's used to having her coffee at, you know, 11 a.m. or her little lunch uh, morning snack. And it came in the morning. She's like, oh, well, I just read it in bed. You know, it's kind of kind of cool. So I'm seeing I'm testing, but you got to be consistent. But anyway, so on uh, um, one of my days is Monday. Well, Christmas and New Year's are both on Mondays. So I'm like, are people even going to be reading the newsletter? Should you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm just going to take it off. I'm like, no, I got to be consistent. So instead of creating new content, because I didn't know what the open rates, they turned out to be really high, by the way, mm -hmm. uh, but I didn't know what the open rates were going to be. So I, re, I 
did a best of on Christmas Day. So I went back and I took a look at all the most clicked on links of the last year or not last. Well, yes, the last year, but back to August. So the last four months, to, basically. And what were the uh, and then what were the top stories and, and basically recycle them, which is OK, because most people, the vast majority of the people hadn't seen them because they weren't subscribers at the time. Some of them came out. Uh, and so I put that in there and then I put some quotes so I just put, you know, I had been collecting quotes, positive people. I love the newsletter. Keep it up. This is great. Best things in sliced bread, whatever. And then I took some negative ones and I put those in there. And one of them that I put was from a guy who wrote a, when I did the naked girl on balcony. Yep. He, he sent me, he replied back to it and said, uh, if you keep writing, doing this smut and this garbage, I'm going to unsubscribe. I'm here to, uh, to earn a living and to get information for, uh, to how to make more money on Amazon, not to read your, your, your garbage. Uh, and so that's what he wrote. I was like, yes, that's great. I love that. If I got a thousand of those, that might be a problem, but to get a couple of those, that means I'm yep. isolating, I'm finding my tribe, isolating your audience. So don't try to please everybody. And then what was funny though, is that ASDG, a guy comes up to me and says, you use my quote. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. Um, he said, yeah, on Christmas day, you put my quote about the, the smutty newsletter. I'm like, how did you oh. know? <laughs> Uh, how, how'd you know? Uh, he said, well, I, I read it. It's my Bible. I can't unsubscribe. So I'm like, God. so it just, it was like, it just tells you don't overreact to people, right? Be yourself, create an image, deliberately isolate some people. I mean, don't, don't go out to offend. That should not be, you know, yep. you should not, or, or, or to disparage or something. But if you know your audience and you, that, that you can act, hone in on that and you know what they want and that's what i'm trying to do with with the newsletter it's not just amazon you'll see other marketing stuff in there other psychology stuff right. it's not just you know here's the new ai from amazon and i try to stay away from what everybody else is talking about you haven't seen me talk do a big story on these amazon fees because everybody else is doing a big story on amazon fees right now so you won't see i, I might link to it one time in a little link but i'm not going to do a, a feature on it because everybody else is doing it so that that's that's part of making it unique. And then newsletters are one of the tricks is curation. So you can just have a bunch of links. Here's the latest news. And you can get those off of RSS feeds or Feedly or some of the tools out there are just monitoring yourself. That's one way to do it. But, or, but you need a mix of that and original content that you, either you're writing or you're hiring somebody to write. Uh, I, I believe and then, you, then curation is the, is the trick. And that's where a lot of people fail is they're not good curators of what was a good mix. You know, you're basically an editor of a TV show or an editor of a newspaper. What's the right mix to at least engage? Somebody's going to find something in your audience in every issue. They might not read everything. They might scroll through three of the things, but something's going to catch them. And that that's part of the trick to it. You know, when uh, we were sitting down and we were having a cigar, we were talking about newsletter and you were saying, uh, I, I was ecstatic about this whole new look and feel that we were going to. And I don't know if we had migrated over. It might've been one of our last of the old style. And I took this to heart because uh, you, 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 you told me straight out. And again, you don't usually hold anything back. You know, we, we sit there and we talk that way. We're direct with each other. And I like that, but you just said, uh, you gotta be yourself. And this newsletter is not you. You're not like, I wasn't speaking the way that I normally would speak. And that was the trigger for me. Uh, you know, I, I 
called Kelsey and I said, look, this is something that we've got to do. And so it, we completely changed the way that those stories were made. And like you said, and then, I mean, there, there are other things to do too, but you were an editor in your past life. So you have all these tricks and a lot of the things that you've been like, you've got the 19 hacks or the 21 hacks or the 505 hacks, whatever they are. But there's so many great tools and, and great hacks because you've gone through this battle before. And, but that was one that completely changed everything was it's your audience. They're listening to you because you present a certain way. And that's what we did. So, but on that note, uh, it is the bottom of the hour. And if, if first time you're listening to the podcast, usually we're live. This is a pre-record, but we have a prize that we give away every podcast and it's called the wheel of Kelsey. If you want to uh, enter it's hashtag wheel of Kelsey tag two people. You get a second entry and Mr. King, what are we giving away today? I'm throwing in a ticket worth 997 US dollars to the billion dollar seller summit virtual edition happening February 20th to the 22nd. So $997 wow. value to get 18 speakers coming. We're doing a hack contest. So any anybody that's in the audience, our attendees can participate, maybe win $2,500. We're also doing a tools contest. Uh, for cash prizes as well. So if you got some cool AI tool or some cool tool, even if it's your own tool uh, that nobody knows about, uh, you can share that. And if it gets voted the best tool, then uh, there's going to be prizes for that. And then we're also doing an, a wants and needs, taking this from uh, the Driven conference that we did. Uh, so there's going to be a session where people can come in and say, hey, I'm uh, I'm really good at PPC, but I, I suck at SOPs. And so we'll do some matchmaking with people. Yep. Uh, and then we got 18 speakers. Um, they're all competing for cash prizes. So this is not the stuff you hear on podcasts or reading blogs or uh, I've seen at some other uh, conference or something that's, that's all, for the most part, uh, new material. Uh, everything is live. We don't do, do Zoom. We use a special conference software that has breakout rooms and a live a main stage and side stages. And uh, it's going to be it's going to be really cool. Uh, so uh, happy to give away a ticket. Uh, to somebody on on here today for that uh, absolutely free well that's fantastic so live bdss and as you know how highly i speak of bdss um the virtual summit free ticket thousand dollar ticket or 997 or whatever it is kev uh thank you so much for it so to enter hashtag will kelsey take two people you get a second entry and now let's have a word from a sponsor this episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by VAA Philippines. Looking for a high-quality virtual assistant for your business? With the rigorous screening, intensive Amazon and Walmart training, and ongoing professional development, get the peace of mind with skill and motivated virtual assistants for a long-term working relationship. Hire through VAA today, and now let's get back to the show. Kevin, I'd really like to figure out or let our listeners know, you know, what goes into a newsletter because it's, you know, you get it and it looks great, but how much time, how much effort, what do you got to do to plan for this? Yes. Uh, I had that question when I put out the first couple, someone messaged me and said, uh, this is really good. I hope you can keep this up because where are you going to run out of material? I'm like, uh, no, I'm not worried about that. It's, it'll be fine. 
And so the way I do it, I mean, there's there's multiple ways to do newsletters. And I have a actually a training, a newsletter course uh, that's just kind of a beta. It's a small little course, not, you know, like 20 people or something in it. I'm, uh, I did a webinar on YouTube uh, back in December, which is free. So uh, maybe yep. Kelsey can put that in the links here or somewhere or post it uh, in, in the WhatsApp group or something. But there's a, a two-hour uh, webinar that I did totally for free that shows you all the tools and all the methodologies and well, not all, but a lot of them. And then I took it from there to the people that were serious. They could join me. And we're doing, we've been doing a series of 10 live classes where we analyze other people's newsletters. Uh, we, I used your, you guys as a before and after uh, in a, a recent one uh, and, and showed that your early ones showed the changes you made. Uh, I, brought on, I brought on four or five guests. They're all doing it differently. One guy's using a lot of AI and a, a mm -hmm. VA in the Philippines. Uh, another guy is writing every word himself. Um, another one's doing a mix. Uh, um, another one has a staff. So uh, showing different ways. But the, to do a newsletter right, you're in the publishing business. And so this, this is real journalism if you do it right. And it's real work. Now, AI can help you. AI can help you come up with ideas. It can help you rewrite things. But if you're going to, there, there's been some people pitching like, you can do an AI, just let AI do everything. And it'll knock out a newsletter. And those aren't going to last, you know, maybe people will sign up for a month or two, but they're going to bail on it. Your open rates or your click rates are going to be abysmal. Uh, and it's just going to, just going to die a slow death or a fast death, not a slow death. And those won't work. You have to have, like you were saying earlier, where you, you've got to put your personality into it, whether it's yours or you create an avatar around your product. Uh, it, they don't have to be educational. I mean, that's one way is like mine is mostly educational and, and yours too, but they can be entertainment. They can be, about stocks, about making money, they can, or they can be just curated news. Uh, what's the latest news on a particular topic? But you can do them on almost anything. So whether you're, you got a webinar, you got a podcast, you got products that you want to do, you can, you can do them almost on anything. But the time commitment, it depends on your skill set. And so, for a lot of people, it might be a little bit too much. But, or you hire it out, and there are agencies that do some of this for people. Um, some of them are, are good. Most of them are pretty bad, um, but they, they will do it for you or they'll use AI to do it. But for me, it takes me about three and a half to four hours. Uh, I've actually got that down. The last two have been about three hours. Hmm. Uh, I'm getting a little bit better at it, but I, it takes me about three hours. And I personally write mine, which surprises a lot of people. I had a couple of people at a recent show like, you actually are writing that? I was like, yeah, they thought I had a team. Uh, Carlos actually messaged me. He's like, I want to know how your team is like, it's me. I write it. I lay it out. Uh, I'm assuming Kelsey's probably doing the same thing on, on yours, writing a lot of it and laying, laying it out. Yep. Uh, but it's about three hours for me, but I, I don't sit down at a blank, at a blank screen and go, okay, newsletters got to go out tomorrow. What the heck am I going to write? I've got a, 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 a file, uh, a couple different files, a folder and a file of just massive amounts of stuff. Uh, I could, I, if I don't add anything else to that file or that folder, I could do newsletters for another year right now. Mm. Uh, and, you know, there's news that comes out, timely things you got to cover that's not in that file. But so I, as I see things, I add them there. I see a, a good LinkedIn post or someone refers me to something. Uh, I, I stick it in there and, and I read about an hour to two hours a night. And when I get busy, like we're on a cruise or when you were here and we're smoking cigars instead of me reading, I catch it up. So it, it you know, when you left, I spent a full day, like eight hours, nine hours catching up 400 and something emails that I get that I need to actually read other newsletters, other topics, other, other things. And so as I see things in there, I, I basically clip them and put it in. This could be good. This could be good. And then what happens is over time, some of those stories need to run right away. 
And other times you, you start assembling a link of things and you can tie things together like that aggregator story I did. There was stuff I clipped in August, stuff I clipped in November, stuff I clipped in December. And I can take all, you know, five, six, seven, eight different sources and combine them into one story and tell a true story over time uh, that has different angles and different perspectives rather than just running it once on on based on one thing. And then I do original stuff uh, and then I try to add some humor. So I, I'm constantly looking for for material, but that's part of I enjoy doing that. So that's the re what we call a research stage. Big newsletters like Morning Brew and The Hustle, they have researchers. That's that's mm -hmm. their job is to actually go and research. They get news feeds like Feedly and Feedvisor, and there's there's several where you can you can get all these RSS feeds. You don't you don't have to go hunting for a lot of it, but some of the gems are the ones that are are not out there publicly. It's somebody wrote it on some newsletter that's only gets has 102 subscribers, or it's some remote Twitter uh, or, or X page or LinkedIn page, and that's where you can a lot of times find good good stuff and just stuff out of your top of your head. So that it's real work. Um, but you can monetize it in a lot of ways. So you can monetize it by selling affiliate uh, spots, you know, linked into products or linked into someone's course or a piece of software. You know, one month um, I, I've been paid $4,000 a month by one affiliate for sending them traffic. I've, I've probably since August generated, I don't know, $40,000, $50,000 in revenue from selling ads and affiliate commissions uh, off of it. You get money for referring to people to other newsletters. So it could be, it doesn't have to be another Amazon newsletter. It could be a financial or marketing newsletter. I, Spark Loop has, has paid me thousands of dollars. Um, so you monetize it in that way. And then if you have a course or you have a webinar or you have something people can buy, like a, like a trip or a, like in my case, BDSS, you monetize it with that. You build a raving fans because if people are getting my newsletter and, and one of the ways I market it now is it's a, 20, a free $25,000 mastermind twice a week. And, because I, I don't hold back and people are like, well, you should hold this back. This should be for like the BDSS, make people pay for this. I'm like, no, uh, I'm going to give them value because if they get massive value for free and then I come to them and say, hey, you want to pay nine ninety seven for BDSS? What what are they? They're going to be, well, if I'm getting this for free, what the, I must be going to get some amazing stuff at nine ninety seven. So they're more willing to pay. And then I push the speakers to like deliver. Uh, you always have a speaker that just bombs. You know, you've seen them speak and they do well, and then they just they just they they just suck uh, on the stage. It yeah. always happens, but um, for the most part, they're they're that might get competitive. So the speakers at a BDSS, it's five thousand dollars for the first place. So especially at the in-person events, they're constantly changing their slides. You know, they submit their slides, and then half of them. Are giving me updated slides throughout the event because they see someone else speak like, "Ooh, I need to, I need to change it." Because none of them want to look bad, because I publish a list of the top ten, and if you're not in the top ten, um, you didn't do so well on stage. And you might have been a great content, you might know a lot of stuff, but it just didn't resonate with with the people the way it was delivered. So it it becomes competitive, and that means the game gets raised, and it's become at BDSS. It's probably, and I'm not just saying this because it's mine. People just told me, you know, I was having cigars the other night with several people that you know it's i didn't even know who they a couple of these people were but they had been to bdss that's kind of sad like they've been to my event and i'm looking at them like like i met them for the first time but they knew everything about me and they had been at a bdss they're talking about how awesome it was and it's the best event they they've ever been to and it's become an honor uh, or prestigious actually to speak at that especially if you win it in in the industry because it's the most competitive out there uh and the most uh, it's the highest level and so that's what you can do 
And you can do this with physical products. Those of you like, this all sounds great, Kevin, but I'm an Amazon seller, so this doesn't apply to me. No, you're wrong. It absolutely applies to you because you can do this around an avatar. If you're selling pet products, you can create a pet newsletter. You don't want to mm -hmm. create a newsletter, Kevin's, Kevin's Pets or Us. It's all about my brand. That would be a mistake. You want to create a newsletter that's about pets. If you're selling dog products, it should be about dogs and maybe niche that down to specific small dogs or big dogs or whatever your product is. Or in my case, we're doing dogs that and people that are into sustainability that have dogs so that niches it down and, and we're providing value around dogs, you know, dog tips and training tips. And why does a dog, you know, lick its paws, you know, and what, what does that mean? And some firefighting dog saving the life somewhere. And then, oh, here's a, you know, your dog is eating too fast and burping and having gas. Make sure you give them a slow dog feeder. Here's the best one on Amazon to go buy. And then we're, we're levered. And then every once in a while, we put in one of our products and we test other people's products. We're like, maybe my next product, I'm, I, I've got a dog bowl now. I'm thinking about doing dog leashes. Well, what kind of dog leash should I, I do? I can go read all the reviews and I can, you know, reverse engineer and do what everybody else says, read reviews, find the complaints, fix them and come out with a product. Or why not, if I got an audience of, 10,000 people on my dog newsletter who are eager to buy, why not throw in five or six or seven dog leashes uh, from other people as an affiliate and then link to them and see what they actually buy or see what they actually want. And then go back and say, you know, who clicked what, and then go back and say, why did you buy this? And they're actually, it's better than a pick foo. It's better than looking, you're, you're getting answers directly from your customers on what they're going to do. And then you, you come out with something similar or improve it or do whatever you're going to do. And then when it's ready, you say, Hey, we just came out with this miracle dog leash that lights up and whistles and does whatever and dances around on the street, whatever it does uh, that everybody wanted, go buy it on Amazon, you know, get 10% off, you know, here as a newsletter subscriber, if you buy it on Amazon at full price as a newsletter subscriber, send us a screenshot and we'll send you a free uh, call, a collar that goes with the leash. Absolutely free. It's exclusive to only newsletter subscribers. The only way you can get it, is by buying buying the leash on Amazon. And then you instantly launch your product. You don't need to search, find, buy. Everything's at full price. They're going and searching for it. And you just create this cycle. More people see it. You have an insert in your package that says, sign up for the, the dog newsletter, whatever, whatever you're calling it. And you, you create this flywheel. And then you go on the social media and you post, here's why a dog licks its paws, um, it's seven signs, what it could be. And people are like, that was pretty good. Uh, you just provided me some value. And, oh, you want more like this? Sign up to my newsletter. So they come sign up to the newsletter. You get them in their, your ecosystem. But the key is you control them. Unlike telling them, go to my WhatsApp group or go to my Facebook or follow me on LinkedIn, which are all fine things to do. You have zero control over those people. One, you don't know, have no clue who they are. Two is if LinkedIn bans your account or Facebook bans your account, you can't, re you, you have no way to go back to them at all, ever. If they move, you have no way to know where they moved. You don't control it. And, and if you could post, have a group of 10,000 people that love your product and you post something in that group, this happens to me all the time in the BDSS group. And you say, hey, we got the new dog collar. Uh, Facebook may, or dog leash or whatever, Facebook may only show it to 206 people out of those 10,000. Most of them don't even see it. But if you have them on an email list and a newsletter that has a 56% open rate and a 14% click-through rate like I do, which are both super high in this industry. I know if I send out 10,000, at least 5,600 people are going to at least scroll through it. And I, somewhere around five to 14% of them are going to click. And I can't mm -hmm. say that for anything else that I do. So you control the message. And so you want to use social media to 
and create this whole flywheel between product sales, whether it's your Shopify site, Walmart, Amazon, whatever, the newsletter, and, and selling products. And that right there, hardly anybody's doing that because most people in the newsletter industry, they come from a journalism background. They're, they're used to selling ads. Not even A lot of them don't even do affiliate stuff. They're, they're not used to that, but they're used to selling ad spots. Uh, and so as a product seller, it's a major advantage. So I think this is a moat that if people are not doing and it's work don't get me wrong this uh -huh. is not something easy um but the people that are able to do this the brands and execute it at a high level not only are going to they're going to dramatically increase their multiple if they go to sell because it's a major asset and that they're going to have a moat around their product that other competitors can can't compete with and so i think you know it, it sounds good to a lot of people and they're like yeah that sounds good kevin but i just can't do it well there's hook up with someone like a uh, you know dragonfish or somebody that can can maybe uh, help, help you out with that or dive into it and do the best you can you know something is better than nothing even if it's not so good but the opportunity there is is immense and it's not going away this is not like some fad like nfts or something email's been here since the dawn of the internet it's not going away despite what some people say that all the kids are on um youtube or social or tiktok or wherever they they're still email is still the number one mechanism to communicate with people on the internet. Uh, and especially if it's an email that people want, they, they right. will read it. Kevin, you know, thanks so much for uh, coming on this pre-record. It was awesome. I know you, I got you at the last minute too. So thanks for coming on. No, I got uh, to show gonna... up. I got to practice and see if my new little lighting and studio works. And with someone that has a little patience while I was figuring out what the heck was wrong. I'm glad <laughs> it was actually a pre-record, not live because it, uh, it wouldn't have worked. Well, looks great, by the way. Uh, the Now, this is something that might be a little bit tricky, uh, the Wheel of Kelsey. Now, we've got our fingers crossed that the Wi-Fi on the ship is going to be good and we can do a live Wheel of Kelsey. But if we can't, go ahead, still go hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, tag two people, and we'll we'll do it once we get back. So it'll be a live Wheel of Kelsey. We might have a couple during our next live uh show if not if we can do it on the ship uh we'll do it there so a little bit confusing this time awesome giveaway so that's going to be the free virtual ticket to bdss okay so i've got a live read and then we'll go over to the um to the wheel of kelsey so here we go and this is about seller basics Hey, Amazon sellers ever faced with account suspensions, ASIN hiccups, or IP headaches? Introducing Seller Basics, your Amazon accounts guardian. With just $99 per month, or if you use code NORM, it's $89 a month, Seller, Basic off Seller Basics offers a dedicated team to shield your business from these challenges. Plus, this membership offers free legal consultations from seasoned e-commerce attorneys. No long-term contracts, cancel with just a month's notice, and you can view uh, Seller Basics as your Amazon account health plan. Check Seller Basics out at sellerbasics.com. Now for the disclaimer. Seller Basics isn't an insurer or law firm. Consultations come from independent firms. Results may vary. Memberships needed before event leading to claims and terms apply. All right, that's it. Now we can head over to the Wheel of Kelsey. It's time for the Wheel of Kelsey.
right. Congratulations. Congratulations, whoever whoever that is. Out there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Mr. Mr. King. Thank you so much. Want more great information? Don't forget to subscribe by clicking here. Also, if you want to check out our latest podcasts, click over here. Entrepreneur, entrepreneur, entrepreneur.